We're bringing them back on today's. Wait a minute. Why is his name on this fucking list? What name, sir? The last name on the list, man. Oh, you wanted to come back on the show. Didn't I tell you not to book his ass no goddamn more? Yes. I'm already doing a show with this mother. Why is his ass over here? Well, you wanted to be back on the show. See, I'm going to have to kick your ass. What? No. Ah! Raw Fusion. Welcome to the King B's Raw Fusion Podcast. Strong show to flip to. Now think of how many weeks shows you slept through. Uh, time's up. I'm about to bless you with another season. Another reason to cut on the Bro, TV and start the cheesing. To get up on the phone and go call your friends and let them know the King B's Raw Fusion begins to sit on back and enjoy yourself. I'll be your company, baby. If you need a little help, I took off for a while to revise the plan. Got my focus on so I can check out the scam and open up my team. Eliminate. The fake and went and got me a beat from Bobby Drake And now I'm back and it's better than you ever saw But enough talk, let's get raw A typical night at the clubs Let's get raw You don't want to fall in love Let's get raw You got the fusion in your blood Let's get raw Into my ladies and my thugs Let's get raw Into the haters on the scene Let's get raw Don't be mad cause we got green Let's get raw You should be trying to make the team Let's get raw Cause we taking everything Let's get raw. raw Fusion. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? King B right here, and welcome to Raw Fusion. We have a great show for you today. We're bringing back some of the people that have previously been on the show. We got a lot of things to talk about. One of the coolest things uh, this week in the news, the legendary Bill Cosby was released from prison due to some malpractice, some shady shit, some bullshit that went on in his trial. Let me first say, I seriously believe that any person that violates women the type of way that he was accused of should be punished. It's very disgusting to do that to women. Uh, I love women and, and, and very protective of women. Some women. Can't say all women because some of y'all out of the fucking pocket. But that doesn't mean you deserve or should be treated like that. I just think some of y'all need to be round up just along with some of these bum ass guys and just, you know, thrown somewhere. But nonetheless, there is no excuse for the type of behavior that he was accused of. Here's my thing. I don't believe a word of what they said. I don't believe he did what he was accused of. I've been in this business a long time. I know how people make up shit. I know how people lie. I know how there are conspiracies to take certain people down, especially when they are doing things that some other people who have been in a position of control do not like. Now, it's very interesting. You can't tell me that certain people are model citizens, great people, and then when they do something you don't like, all of a sudden they are the worst people in the world. You know, I'm not saying that things don't come out later, but you look at the preponderance of the evidence. And although that's not the legal standard, that's the legal standard in a civil trial, but in a criminal trial, it's a little different standard. However, not being a part of the court system in this case or some of the others we may discuss, on the outside, I get to look at a preponderance of the evidence. And in my own opinion, certain things stand out to me. Certain things like every time you try to buy a a television network, which would make you hugely powerful, people don't realize just how powerful broadcast television is. Me being from broadcast television, that's the free shit. So you don't have to have cable. You don't have to subscribe to to a streaming platform. No, anybody with a TV set can access these stations. That's huge. It's huge. The likelihood of you getting a larger audience is way more than if you're on a streaming platform or whatever. You don't have to have internet, cable, none of that shit. Just TV and possibly an antenna. <sighs> so 
if, if something happens to you when you try to buy this network the first time, then life goes back to normal and everything is okay. Then the second time you try to buy the same platform or network or a network, something else happens to you and now you're the, you know, the demon of the industry. Raises my eyebrows, I don't know about yours. So we gotta look at those sort of things. Also, something else happened in the news. Shikari Richardson, she was caught with some weed in the system, which jeopardizes her participation in the Olympics in Tokyo. It's very interesting. Honestly, I don't have a problem with the nails back in the 90s, Flojo, and a lot of runners actually had those long ass nails. I have a problem with the color hair. Express yourself, beautiful. I don't have to like the colors, although some of them I kind of do, but that's neither here nor there. The ghetto attitude, not a fan of. I'm hood, but I'm not ghetto. Ghetto motherfuckers usually fuck up shit. Hood motherfuckers can be from the hood, had that, you know, swag as they call it, or a certain type of attitude, but they don't necessarily tear up their own shit. It's important to point out that the young lady was going through some things. You know, sometimes when, when you have a good relationship with a parent, and they pass away, it's devastating. Sometimes it might be even more devastating when you have a problematic relationship with a parent and they pass away. Because in those cases, a lot of the times you start to realize that you have no more recourse, no more time to patch up the relationship. Now, that can hurt sometimes just as much as if you had a great relationship with them, maybe even more. So then we start talking about mental health. And I think it's important that we start to remove the stigma of mental health issues. If you get sick in your body somewhere else, a physical illness, you know, cold, the flu, whatever it may be, no one says anything about that because it's in the body and normally, normally, unless it's like uh, something that's permanent, it will pass after a certain amount of time and treatment. When you have a mental illness, people say mental illness and, 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 and think that it's permanent and you're crazy and you're just a fucked up person and, and, and as if those things can't heal. Mental illness, some of them can be treated and you can heal. Some of us go through depression and you can come out of it. That's a mental health issue, depression. And that doesn't mean that you can't be helped. In the olden days, they throw them away. You can't help those type of people. That was their thinking. But now that we're more enlightened, we know that some things can be helped and all things can be treated. So it's time that we remove the stigma and get to a point where, where, we, can, where we can start to help people and make it more acceptable for them to get the help that they need. That is also why I'm using what I do, and what I do is filmmaking, if you didn't know, to do a documentary. Because it's something near and dear to my heart. The documentary is going to be about mental health and how to get help, identify signs. Sometimes we're going through shit and we don't even know that we're having mental health issues. So it's time that we start to use and my resources film, my background is film, been doing it for well over a decade to help people. But the problem is that this shit costs money. So I started a GoFundMe campaign. If you go to GoFundMe.com slash mental the movie, mental the movie, you can donate. And all donations count. I'm trying to raise $100,000, which in the grand scheme of things, that's very little money for doing a film of this magnitude. But being an independent filmmaker, we know how to get things done without spending a whole lot of money. So, whereas if you do it in the Hollywood sense, the same movie costs $10 million. So, um, or five or one or whatever. We don't necessarily need a million. It would be great to have that. So we have some space, but I'm sure we can get it done for 100,000. That may sound daunting for some people, but there's a lot of people that listen to this show. I know a lot of people and they know a lot of people. 
And believe me, I believe that we can get there. So with your help, who cares a dollar, please go to GoFundMe.com slash MentalTheMovie and donate. One, two, three, four, five dollars will help. Believe me. And if you want to give more, that's great. Of course, the more you spend, we'll probably get some kind of things like coming to the premiere and all that shit to give to you guys. But I think we need to all use our resources to get to these these issues. The young lady in tennis, you know, she bowed out because of her mental health issues. There's a lot going on, ladies and gentlemen, and we can either sit back and do nothing or do something. And I'm willing to put in the work. Um, I've done five films, had a TV show on PBS. This is what I do. I'm willing to put in that work, and believe me, it's a hell of a lot of work. But to do my part, I'm willing to put in the work. I just need people to roll with me on this one. And your help is uh, important and appreciated. Got a couple of people. First up is Malachi Gary from Info Thoughts Tattoos. We're going to talk about the issues happening in the news. What's up, bro? What up, bro? Chilling, man. How we doing? Chilling, man. Over here talking about this uh, Bill Cosby thing. What you What you think about it? Oh man, oh man. I I I think it's a blessing that the man is out. Yep. Uh, I really never agreed with it in the first place, you know? But hey, you know, it always goes back to what me and you talk about a lot, man. We talk about situations. I don't understand how you can be in a, a time where a kid, a kid gets beaten up for whistling at a so-called white woman. But now, mm. in the same time, you too scared to come out and say, well, he raped me. What? Say it again, bro. That, Say it again. That don't even make again. any fucking sense, bro. Like, I mean, it definitely don't make no sense. Motherfuckers just see. This is the problem with with media, and I'm in media, so I know it. See, motherfuckers don't know it. Media constructs the way they say shit, and lame motherfuckers who don't have a brain to think farther than what they hear, they just hear what the fuck they saying, and then they're just programmed and they go along with the shit. They don't take the time to actually think out situations and research the times when shit happens. They just, oh, they said it, yeah, saying it's 50 of them, so it's gotta be true. That's the dumbest motherfucking argument. Come on, Joe, you don't know, you, you talking about a high roller, dog. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? It, you trying to tell me they yeah. won't put no money behind stopping him? Come on, Joe, come on. You know what's crazy? What's, what's crazy is they knew damn well talking about, well, I, think, I think I heard one of them say, well, we go back to the hotel room. I didn't know we were going for, come on, man. You know the man ain't asking you to go watch no damn cartoons or, 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 or nothing crazy. You know what just going to the hotel room to do. You talking about the 60s. This ain't like today. See, people be thinking about shit like in today's terms. You talking about in the 60s. So that means you got a whole picture of this dude in his robe. That means you didn't just pull out your camera phone and snuck a picture. Right. You had to pull out one of them right. big ass cameras, take the picture, yep. if it's a Polaroid, you took it and you had to wave it in the wind for the motherfucker to develop. Yep. If it wasn't, you had a big one, you had to go get developed somewhere at the, at, at the drugstore or something, at the photo lab, come on So man. you knew what she was doing. So you, you knew, knew what, what she was, was doing. And he knew what you was doing. If I'm finna drug and rape yep. you, you think I'm gonna let you take a picture of me in my robe? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. It just goes back to what, you, it, go, it goes strictly to what you just said, B. Because of who said it, he's guilty. You got 30-some people, 50-some people saying somebody did, but mainly those people are who? Women. Now, I'm not going to get on women, you know what I'm saying, and bash no woman or whatever. If a woman say you did something, brother, you did it. But you scared to go to the police station it. and it take you 50 years because you don't think nobody going to believe you. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck but out not of only here. that, you are, even if, not only that, if it's true, you allowed other women to get raped or whatever when you could have stopped it then. Mm. So you didn't care. You you was just worried about if somebody was going to believe you. You wasn't thinking about, well, damn, he don't do this to somebody else. Mm. You know, uh, I, I can maybe stop it. No, no, you thinking about money right now because you broke. Mm -hmm. And you want to sue this man. You want to make up these little concoct stories because y'all was around each other. Mm-hmm. You was around him at the time, so it's okay to say, oh, well, well, yeah, I was around him and I got witnesses that I was with him, so I'm gonna say he did this. And everybody knows that Bill was a wild boy back then, so we're, they're gonna believe me and cause I'm a woman. Damn. That's some bullshit. 
I ain't even gonna say Bill all the way right. He might have told a lie. Right. He might have he might have lied to get a little pussy. Baby, I'll put you in a movie, I'll do some I do this, do that, another thing. Yeah. And then he ain't come up and do it and left you by the side of the road after he got some, and now you're mad. For fifty and years. Now you're mad. Fuck out my face. For fifty years. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, hey, look, and then what he what he got? He did he did two and a half, close to three years. Mm-hmm. of a 10 year bid. And, and and as you can see, the man stood his ground yeah. in jail. He could have got probation or whatever and got out, I heard, had he just went to a uh, uh, sex sex abuse class or some shit, some shit they were talking about class they wanted him to register for when he was locked up. He said no. Mm. He not, he not he finna say he, he guilty for some shit that he feel he didn't do. Mm-hmm. Now, from that point right there, I'm starting to think Bill all the way fucking innocent. Right, because what man? What man? At what? What is he? Eighty three? Something like that. Eighty three years old. Yeah, 80, 81, 83 years old. That don't want to get out of jail and living. You want to die in there and been living a lavish lifestyle for how many years? Exactly. Since he was about twenty exactly. something, I think it was. Come on, Joe. Yes. And now you're gonna sit up and in he cell. Just gonna, he just gonna stay in there. And you can just say, Yeah, yeah I did it. And if you confess, people keep saying, Well, he confessed in the other thing. But if you confess, then then you ain't there ain't no more questions. Then, then you ain't got the cop no plea, cause you already confessed to it, right? And you wasn't exactly. supposed to use that that testimony in that other shit any motherfucking way. So this whole thing is bullshit, man. Straight bullshit. It is. You know what I'm saying? And they're doing the same thing to, to the young boy down there in, in Houston. Same exact playbook. You know why? Cause a lot of us will go along with it just because the media said it with they dumb sellout asses. Anyway. That's true, that's true. Shakari Richardson, what you think about that situation? Shakari Richardson. First of all, I wanna say I'm, I'm, I'm definitely proud, I'm definitely proud of her because she's an African-American woman. She, she, she's overcome boundaries. I'm sure that probably no one ever thought that she'd get through. But in another breath, I wanna say, I feel like it's crazy how people wanna praise her now but wasn't doing anything of that nature when they saw her growing. Mm. They saw her growing. You didn't see nobody poster about Shakari Richardson or anybody or, or anything she did before she got on the stage. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, and I'm not knocking, I'm not knocking people for that. I'm not knocking people for that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people don't pay attention to, to, to sports and stuff like that. And then when they see it, they get happy or whatever it is. But my, my whole thing is this, has she been a regular person that had posted with that hair, her nails, and she was running in the park, everybody their mama would have called her ghetto. Mm. But since she's on a since she's on this high horse right now and she's doing things that's that's great by the way don't get me wrong great I love it she's a strong black woman I love it everybody's praising her but you know how many women I see knock other women down on social media just for for how they look you know what I am gonna call these motherfuckers out because if if I heard her story correctly or heard her talking correctly. There's a lot of motherfuckers that told her she wasn't gonna be none of this shit no way. You know what I'm saying? And that's our motherfucking fault. Motherfuckers is always talking about what 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 a motherfucker ain't gonna be. And then when they get there, you all ride riding their shit. That's number one. Number two, yeah. yes, she's ghetto. But the, here's the thing. This is where I kind of disagree with that statement. Because a lot of maybe older people would have said she was ghetto. But when all you got is Cardi B, and Megan Thee Stallion and all that shit, them your motherfucking role models. No, she ain't ghetto to them. You know what I'm saying? She ain't ghetto to them, right. that's that's them. They trying to be like something like that. You know what I'm saying? That's how she right. got that way, you know what I'm saying? And that whole nails thing, maybe the hair. We, they didn't see that hair, but uh, Flo Jo did that already, so that shit ain't even nothing new. So, I mean, they all did exactly. it back then. So that, that long nail shit, that shit ain't nothing new. But these young motherfuckers who don't know shit, don't know that that's already been done years mm-hmm. ago. So, I mean, I appreciate you. It's not a problem at all, brother. I appreciate you having me on, as always. You know what I'm saying? You always come through with some good topics, man. And you know I'm always on it, bro. Gotta do it, gotta always. do it. And we'll be looking out for your podcast coming soon. Yes, yes. T- definitely be looking out for talking loud while getting stuck. You dig. Thankful Thoughts Podcast. You already know it. You dig. Malachi. Next up, we've got Linda White. She's from the Uncorked and Conversation Podcast. If you listened a few weeks ago, we had a whole conversation about love and relationships, men and women, on the show. 
and on their show as well. How you doing, Linda? Hey, King B. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Back again, huh? Yes, yes. So what do you think about this uh, Bill Cosby thing? Ooh, Bill Cosby situation. Um, you know, it's a, it's a really complex issue. I've, I've seen people taking sides and seen some really ugly discussions as a result of the sides people are taking. But um, I, I just think there are more layers to this than, you know, just just right and wrong, just this side and that side, my side, your side. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to start off with um, speaking about the objective facts, first of all. Um, mm -hmm. And I want to make sure I have them right, because, you know, initially uh, when I was thinking about this, I, I, I think I was I missed the fact that he actually during the trial or prior to the trial, to the criminal trial, confessed to the act of drugging these women. And did he I believe he confessed to having sex with women that could not consent. Now, do I have that right based on what the facts we see? I'm not sure, but that, but I, but that would be rape. And I, I don't think he confessed to rape. So okay, I, I think didn't think he did either, but maybe it was drugs. But let's be honest. We're talking about what the 60s. Everybody was taking drugs then. Yeah, it's free love. And that's what people don't understand. They don't put this shit into context. It was that free love. Mm -hmm. It was it was hippie shit. And if you are in L.A., you were probably high at that time. In oh, young definitely. Person. Yep. So, yeah, he might have gave somebody some drugs. OK. Right. And at the end, I think that's what he admitted. So I don't I didn't think he admitted to any rape either. So yeah. um, going by the fact he confessed to the, the drugging, he that's an objective fact. He was duped by the prosecution. That's an objective fact because he made a mm -hmm. statement in hopes of of receiving some t sort of deal. And then that statement was used against him to convict him. So that is also an objective mm -hmm. fact. An objective fact is also because of the prosecution's actions. First of all, a person is innocent until proven guilty, regardless of what crime we're talking about. And by the prosecution's actions, he did not get a fair trial. So therefore he is not legally responsible, regardless of how people feel about him. He's not legally responsible for the acts because he was not, he did not get a fair trial, which everyone is entitled to. And the reason he didn't get a fair trial was by the choices of the prosecution, their deception, the things that they did wrong. So those are objective facts that we know. I am not upset that his uh, case was overturned. I am not a bill basher running around saying, you know, he's a predator, he's a rapist. Yes, he admitted to drugging these women. To your point, this was a different time. And there was a lot of, this is the time when people were putting their keys into a basket so that they could sleep with different people, different married people, you know, so they could yeah. swing better. Um, for anybody mm -hmm. that doesn't know what this time was about, I encourage them to read Valley of the Dolls. Um, I think that's by mm -hmm. Jackie Collins huge insight as to things that went on in Hollywood. Does mm -hmm. that excuse mm -hmm. um, what someone would call a sexual assault of a person? No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But again, he's not criminally responsible for those acts because he did not get a fair trial. Therefore, the overturning of his conviction is exactly spot on. And that is just you know, fact. Right. And, and, and here's the thing. I hate to do it, but I'm glad I'm doing it with a woman mm -hmm. on the mic. Uh huh. But let's be honest here. Maybe it does sound sexist, but I don't care. <laughs> Felicia Felicia Rashad mm -hmm. probably looked better than all of the motherfuckers put together <laughs> at that time. And she's right. A little older now, but when she was on the Cosby Show, <laughs> that woman was bad. You understand what I'm saying? Felicia's pretty bad so, now. <laughs> Well, she ain't she ain't half stepping, but she you know she's a little yeah. older now. People won't people people had to go back to the Cosby Show to just to see how really bad she really was. Right, like, right. I feel and you. And so yeah. if if he gonna pull it with anybody, <laughs> I mean, just thinking as a man, you understand what I'm saying? I'm gonna pull it with with, with Felicia first. Uh huh. Now she didn't say this man has never done anything like that. Right. So, I, I, you know what? I kind of believe her. You know, I, I understand we want, we're in the age where we want to believe the woman. And, and, and honestly, I think that's a very vile thing to do. Yes. And if he had done it, yeah, he should spend the rest of his life in jail. Right. Even though legally he wouldn't. But me personally, I can go to jail. Right. But I don't believe for a minute that he did it. I don't care if it's 50, 172. 
They're doing the same thing with the brother in, in Houston. That's what they do. Tupac went to jail. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he did. The, the, the woman said it was consensual, right? Right, yeah. What Tupac went to jail for, supposedly, I mean, they said forcible touching of the, some shit. Yeah. But honestly, they were saying, well, he brought her there and he should have made sure she left untouched. Right. Now, here's my problem with this whole thing. Number one, supposedly she knew these people in the first place. Right. She knew them supposedly before she knew Pac. Mm-hmm. Those are your people. Why am I responsible for you with your goddamn people? Right. That you knew before me. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you were raped, just ask me this. How many years ago was that? That was in the 90s, right? That was in the 90s, yeah. Early 90s. Mm. But not a nan one of those rapists were even charged. But Tupac went to jail. True. So what do you think so is, what, what do you think the deal is there? It was political. It was bullshit. She you. made the shit up. And I think it was political just to get him in there because he was shooting cops and shit. And that's, and, and that's, that's what, that's what they wanted to do. When one of us gets to a, a certain position, mm. they did it with Mike Tyson. There ain't no way in hell you're going to tell me some shit about you going to somebody's room to play tiddlywinks at three in the morning. <laughs> and, and then, and then I understand that's a big dude and she's a little girl, but did he, did he gag your mouth or something? Because I don't understand. It wasn't like it wasn't like he was on top from what they said. It wasn't like he was on top of it. He was eating her out. Well, now understand though, sexual assault. You know, no, 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 no. That's still wrong. If it's not, it's not consensual. That's not my point. Okay. My point is, in what position that you getting eaten out that you can't raise your mouth to say no really loudly or help or some shit? Do we think about that? We have to think about that. But I think again, though, we have to think sexual assault though is often more about control and and a mental manipulation and a lot of what the law is based on has to do with the perception of the person being assaulted and very often it's not black and white so i can't say you know i will say this baby i I will say this we as women are responsible to not put ourselves in said situations however it does not give the um the man or the other person the right to no, step out not. of bounds to no, it's not but unless he said now I don't think they came out in trial I'm gonna pop you in the nose if you say something come on mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't say anything but there are other there are like, other he wasn't threatening intimidation how it didn't come out in trial that's what I'm saying oh well, what, yeah it did you're absolutely heard. right right exactly now if there was some intimidation yes but the, from what I heard it, that wasn't there it sounded so like willing saying, participation and possibly a buyer's remorse, if you will, after the fact. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he wasn't good with his tongue and she's not, nah, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. But the, in all honesty, I'm one that's really against any kind of violence towards women unless you are protecting yourself right. or your loved one. Right. Self-defense, you put yourself in that situation, I might knock you the fuck out. <laughs> right. But, just talking and shit, well, you just gonna have to get the fuck on because I'm not gonna hit you, but you're gonna get fucked from around here. Yeah. And I think that's how you deal with it. So that that's not even going to the extent of uh, sexual assault. That's even more vile, in, in my opinion. Right. And I would not be sad to see any guy go to jail if they actually perpetrated the crime. My problem is, is that these people get into positions and they are not controllable. And suddenly, how everyone come up a rapist? I, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't get them on shit else. You know what I'm saying? They ain't did nothing else. They all rape. Come on, G. That's, it that's is suspect. Really... And, you know, there, there is a school of thought that says, you know, because Bill was about to buy NBC that. Again. this These kinds of stories were kind of uh manufactured from past events um, and made to be more than what they actually were. Again, that's a key word because the first time he attempted to buy NBC, his son Enos died. Yes, yeah. So that's again, how in the hell, every time you go to go to buy that goddamn TV station, some mm-hmm. shit happened. Right, your I mean, that's something to consider, time. yeah. Yeah, your son died the first time, the second time, you, you didn't rape 50, come on. All right, so um, what do you think about 
Shikari Richardson situation. Oh, I, well, I stand with Shikari. I, um, Shikari uh, smoked marijuana, knew the rules, still made the decision to smoke marijuana. Therefore, there are consequences that she has to pay. I agree with the consequences because those are the rules of the Olympics. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they're carrying it out fairly. Um, and I, I believe she's being accountable. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I it, really. there's a whole lot. And I will say, you know, I, I, I saw your post um, where people were mm-hmm. going, oh, my gosh, they came after you, didn't they? No, when a you, couple of uh, uh, idiots <laughs> wanted to talk shit. And that's fine. You have the right to say. Absolutely. Yeah, look, I will I will debate with you in, at any time. But when you come on my page with some stupid shit, <laughs> I'm going to make you look like a goddamn fool. <laughs> and you don't tell me what the fuck to post on my or how to talk on my fucking page. Right. It's my page. <laughs> you don't like it? Go on your page and talk some shit. You talk over there. You can yeah. get the fuck off my page with that bullshit. I, but, I if you have, uh, but if you have... You don't have to agree with me. Right. And if you have an intelligent argument, then yeah, we can have a talk. Here's the thing but I'm bitch, hearing. You don't come on here talking, calling me. Talking reckless. None of that shit. I will, I will, okay. You shut it down too, I have to say. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people, a lot of black people, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it, that are saying, you know, it's only weed, it's no big deal, they shouldn't be doing this. I feel them on that, yes. It's only weed. It's not that big of a deal in my mind, in the grand scheme of things. However, I'm a very linear black and white person. It is Mm -hmm. the rule. Therefore, Mm -hmm. she has to abide by the rule and she is she has to experience the consequence of her actions. She didn't kill nobody. It ain't no big deal. It wasn't steroid use. It wasn't performance enhancing because I don't care what kind of weed you smoke, whether it's indica or sativa, it's not going to make you run faster. So make you slower. Yeah. So, hell, you know, she it get is off what, the shit. She might be even faster. Th- that's what I said. I'm like, Lord, yeah, what? yeah, I agree completely. And I don't um, think her career is in any way over. I don't think this is, um, J- I listened to Jamel Hill a couple nights ago or last night, and it, I don't believe it's the defining moment in her career either. I believe she will bounce back from this. She's what, 18, 19 years old? She's very young, but yeah, I, you know, she's she's got a, a great future ahead of her. Yeah, listen, it, is it ridiculous? Yes, it's just weed, right. true, however, that is what it is. It's in the books. Now, if you don't like it, you don't just go and do what the fuck you want to do. You petition and do whatever you have to do to get that taken off the books. Right. Now, now here's the thing. She was dealing with uh, the passing of a loved one. I'm yes. very compassionate about that. Yes. And so the the question becomes, is she mentally healthy enough to even be going to Tokyo? That's a great question. She might not be ready. Right. You know, she might need this time off. You know what I'm saying? But she was just pushing through because, you know, she didn't have a a real grieving process. Right, right. This may give her the grieving process that she needs, and then she can go back and do what she's got to do. So, And to find out from a reporter that your biological mom has passed, whoa. Yeah. I believe her camp was probably trying to protect her and and keep her mentally healthy. But of course it got out and then she gets it from a reporter. That's got to be devastating. I can't imagine the emotional turmoil she must have been going through. Her her people may not be. They might not have been on top of it either. They might not have known. Yeah, yeah. um, that could have been it. So it could have been either way. That's that's true. I don't know what exactly happened, but yeah. But yeah, um, I wish her well, but stop with the bullshit, people. She did it. She owned it. And that's what really changed my opinion of her. Mm -hmm. And and I'm happy that she she owned it the way she did. Yes. And now I might actually root for her if 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 things change and she ends up here Tokyo, or we'll be seeing her. Well, apparently, four years she, from being now. that she accepted the suspension, she'll be back July twenty seventh, and that's in time for the relay. So there you go. Let's see what happens. Absolutely. So, um, I'll be rooting for her a little bit just because I, I like it when you can admit you're wrong. And you Absolutely. Know the problem with women, women don't like to admit when they're wrong. I hear that a lot. I, I, 
and I'm not gonna do the women men thing, but I think people don't like to admit when they're wrong. That's at least the experience I've had in the workforce and and in other places. Here's the thing, I hate to be wrong. (laughs) If you, no, seriously, people think that because I'm good at a debate, that I just need to be right. No, I think that debates are healthy because you may see something from a different perspective than I do. Right. And if you do, and you're able to convince me of it, I've gained, I've won, even though I may have lost the argument technically, I've won because I've gained information, I've gained- Exactly, yes. I've gained knowledge. Yes. So I don't have a problem with saying that I'm wrong. The problem is, is that I think a lot before I make statements. So I've already had these rebuttals and everything in my head. And if you are a novice, please do not come around here <laughs> with that bullshit because I'm going to eat you up because I've already thought it, thought it through. So you have to be very good in order to do that. Yeah. Hey, thank you for uh, checking out the show and coming back. Absolutely, anytime. And definitely check her out at the Uncorked and conversation podcast it's a little early so she's not drunk yet <laughs> not quite <laughs> <laughs> thanks Space king b a pleasure to be here what's up ladies and gentlemen i'm king b and i'm mel roberson aka mel rob and we have a brand new podcast coming out july 6th called comic cool it is the coolest place to hear everything that might be interesting in the realm of movies television film theater comedy just fun stuff superhero stuff nerdy stuff i get to be a nerd with my friend Hi, buddy. He's a nerd anyway. That's true. But check us out and make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcast. Comic Cool. If you want to check out some of our films, you can do so at patreon.com slash King B. And as always, King B's Raw Fusion podcast is sponsored by theindycity.com. If you like independent artists or independent products or you're just independent like me, check out the Indie city.com t-h-e-i-n-d-y-c-i-t-y.com there's a new place to find raw fusion rawfusion.net gain access to everything raw fusion along with information and value you may not find anywhere else and that's rawfusion.net raw fusion okay asshole what do you want to say i don't know what the fuck are we talking about today why the fuck you're back on my show? <laughs> I thought I got rid of you when you were on the quad coaching, so I thought that shit was over with. Hey, man. Damn. Hey, you're fortunate. Lightning strikes twice in the same place. So, there you go. Yeah. No, when lightning strikes twice, it usually burns your ass twice. And so that's not a fortune. Or you get superpowers. Hence, our other show that's coming soon. There you go. No, no, that's not that's not a good segue. That was that was amazing. Yeah. That was amazing. Don't fight it, bro. Don't fight it. This is why um, I, um, some people take drugs. Um. Okay, I know you guys see that we uh, joke a lot, and they are jokes. I actually think that this guy, he's an inspiration, let's say that. To have someone who goes from the short bus growing up and turns out to be an Amazon bestseller is fucking inspiration. That's 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 not politically yeah. correct. So, what? so for you to be, talk about small children with disabilities. Um, I'm not talking about small children with a disability. I'm talking about you and your dumb ass. Mm. And look, he's actually uh, Amazon best-selling author. Another thing, this guy, as funny fucking looking as he's always been, he's actually uh, pretty good on 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 television as uh, as uh, a cop. Aren't you? Yeah, a, cop? a homicide yeah. detective on Chicago PD. I uh, thought she was five oh. Yeah, twelve. Mm. So he's actually very convincing. Is as uh, the police on uh, television. So when people ask why would I actually 
uh, have a co-host uh, of another podcast. When I have such a great podcast already, you got to get somebody that's very, very inspirational. And this guy because clearly you're not. <laughs> clearly you are far from that is that right well i mean i just you know i've just had a very successful show on uh pps myself and oh then bring back the show as a podcast and it's successful as well but you know hey maybe i'm not inspiring your types you know I mean, it, it, you know, me being handsome and intelligent and, uh, you know, talented, it's not as far as the leap that you had to go. So I understand that I'm not as inspirational as you since you've had to go such far bounds to be so much less. But anyway, my co-host of Comic Cool, Mel Rob, is here on the show once again. For whatever fucking reason, he's here. Yeah, it's, it's so it's so interesting coming. because I do all of these things. I do all of this personal development. I have a very extensive library. I attend seminars. Um, I do my best to associate with with top notch people. I, I valued mentors, and you always find a way to make my inner 79th Street come out. So I, I am the, the perfect combination of book smarts and street smarts, and you have the uncanny ability to make me go back to my street side. So good morning, good evening, good night. <laughs> yeah, as being a good actor, as you clearly just saw, you know, he's actually acting like he's intelligent and doubt some shit. Um, he's a very good actor, I will say that. And I was having an interesting conversation yesterday, and I'm not gonna say his name, because actually he's uh, he's someone that I actually can respect the things that he's done. And even though you respect what people do, have done, that doesn't mean you're always going to agree with them. Right. But there was the question of, what people will do. And I told him that as a photographer, I don't shoot guys. Mm -hmm. If it's for a movie that I'm doing or something, a promotional thingamajig like that, but no guy come up talking about he want to be on some modeling shit. Am I going to take the time to shoot? It just, just doesn't, it doesn't interest me. Mm -hmm. And he proceeded to tell me that I probably, I probably wouldn't be super successful back then when he started um, in the industry with that type of mindset. But then I had to tell him that I quite frankly didn't give a shit because my thing was film and television. Photography just was really like an artistic expression outside of that, like a bonus. Right. So my goal was never to be, um, to have my work on magazines. It really wasn't, hell I was on the cover of a magazine. So it really wasn't, that wasn't my goal Depending, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, every Everything can have a niche, right? So that's like saying, well, Victoria's Secrets, you won't be successful because you don't sell men's underwear. No, what they chose to focus on was women's underwear and hone that craft, hone that skill, tap into that market. And that was their thing. That's what they are known for. So there can be people that are known for certain things. Like if you are a children's photographer and you just shoot children because you can make them laugh or capture moments or whatever. So I don't, I don't necessarily agree with, with the statement. I think anybody could be successful in anything that they want to do as long as they're willing to research the market and find out what it takes. Well, I mean, it, it does also inquire, uh, entail thinking about what is success. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's different levels. If we're talking about just having an open business, sure, that makes money, sure, anybody can do that. If you're talking about getting to the heights of being on, you know, having your work on the cover or in magazines or whatever, in the fashion industry, simply because there's a lot of political shit that goes on behind the scenes of people who actually get to it. It is really not about the talent. 99% mm -hmm. of the time, it's about you know you having talent and then playing a game. But some people play the game and pretend to be things that they're not simply to 
to to make it in the game. Mm. So I get what you're saying. That's what I agree with. Of course, if I wanted, I mean, I had a viable business. People paid me, you know, to do the photography. So that wasn't what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. But it, it gave it got me into mindset. That's interesting. You being because me as a director, a lot of times um, I'm not available for other projects other than mine, simply because I'm working on something. But there are times that I do ink out some time depending on the project. You are not a director, so um, excuse me, actor, hey, hey, who? According what? to who? Okay, goddamn, have you done a movie? Yes. All right, but keep going though. But that—that's not my primary. That's not my primary. A feature so, film. That's what. That's no, what no, I no, get. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? No, no, we got to We got to go here. A feature length film? No, actually, a um, a pilot we just did. I was a director on a pilot that we just did. Well, goddamn, congratulations! I didn't know about. Thank that. you. Although it's not a film director. That's great. You, you didn't specify with difficult. an adjective. You said you're not a director. <clears throat> uh, when I say director, I mean film director. Mm. You know, you can be a video director. I'm not going to put you in the category of director. When you're a director, neither here nor there. Congratulations, by the way. That's a feat. And um, I tell people, it's so difficult to do this shit that you really have to honor people who actually get some shit done. Yeah. Hopefully, it's good. And I'm not talking about you. Period. I hope, hopefully it's good, but you kind of got to give them some kind of kudos just for going through the process because this shit is very difficult and people don't understand that. So um, welcome to the club. Thank you. Sort of. Um, so because you're not a feature film director and you do a lot of being on the set as an actor only. And executive um, producer, even when I'm not directing. Um, I was one of the executive Asshole. producers. On I'm not. We're not going to run down your credits. I already gave you your mm-hmm. bounty points for the damn director. We're not going to run down every goddamn credit. I said you do a lot. I didn't say you don't do anything mm-hmm. else. But as an actor a on set, a lot. On, being on the set as only an actor, do you find that you feel pressure to do things that you probably normally wouldn't do? No. Or take roles that you no why because I know what I will do and what I won't do, and there are plenty of actors to fill those roles that want to do things that are important to them or will stretch them or whatever. Like I'm not desperate for work in the sense that I'm not going to take a job just because it's a role. Now, if it's something that I think is good art or will stretch me or something like that, yeah. But if if it's something that compromises um, what I think my morals or values are, or my dignity or something like that, then yeah, I might not. And that's just me. You know what I mean? Like, like I want to make good art. I don't want to be famous. So I don't really care about making sure I take every role that comes my way because some roles are setbacks. And Chadwick Boseman talked about this and I, I've seen Denzel talk about it too. Right. Every role is Denzel did talk. Yeah. Every role is every role is not the right role for you just because they offer it to you or they want you to take it. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm good on that. If it's something that I, I don't like or don't think it fits me or whatever, I'm I'm straight. So as a for those who are actors who are starting out, mm-hmm. they are not getting people knocking down their doors. They're not getting phone calls. Mm-hmm. What can you say to them? that gives you the strength to be able to still pick and choose? Well, I, I think there are a couple of things, right, uh, that, that take place when an actor is starting their career and, it, and they have changed over the years. The gatekeepers used to be the agents, the casting directors, the people that need to see us, social media wasn't as popular, so forth and so on. Now, with the access to the world that we have, people can do their own skits, their own monologues, build a following and get on shows based off of the fact that they have a following or they have an entertaining personality. Um, Tabitha is an example, I I believe. She's this like super vegan. She's gorgeous, too. She's on the shot now. But this like super vegan chick that would do all of these recipes and stuff and had this great personality. And I've never known her to be an actor, so I could be wrong. She might have been an actor before, but she ends up landing a role on a show 
based off of who she is as an influencer and a personality. And she does well. She does have the personality to to do it as well. So if you are an actor that is really working on your craft and you're you're reading the books and studying, you don't necessarily have to have the formal education and go to an art school, even though that can be helpful. Um, but but a lot of just the classes that you can take and the books that you can read and all the stuff on YouTube and all of that, if you're working on your craft, you can make your presence known in the industry now easier than you could when I started years ago. So doing your YouTube videos, having a presence on Instagram, doing skits, getting those out there and, and people seeing them, that could be just as important as the other things. And then you know what you want to be known for. Now, I, I will take roles that that stretch me or that aren't the norm. You know, I don't want to get typecast into being a cop in everything that I do. Uh, so, you know, I, I've, I've had roles that give me a range. I've been the bad guy in plays and films and shows. Uh, I've been a drug dealer. Um, I've been a guy that owns a chop shop. So I, I play I play around with the with the acting. Um, uh, I, I, it, it's really up to you to kind of carve out who you want to be in the industry. And in, instead of just waiting for your break, create your break. And now is a good time for a break. But we'll be back with more Raw Fusion right after this. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm King B. And I'm Mel Roberson, a.k.a. Mel Rob. And we have a brand new podcast coming out July 6th. Called Comic Cool. It is the coolest place to hear everything that might be interesting in the realm of movies, television, film, theater, comedy, just fun stuff, superhero stuff, nerdy stuff. I get to be a nerd with my friend. Hi, buddy. He's a nerd anyway. Yeah, that's true. But check us out and make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcast. Comic Cool. If you want to check out some of our films, you can do so at patreon.com slash King B. And as always, King B's Raw Fusion podcast is sponsored by theindycity.com. If you like independent artists or independent products or you're just independent like me, check out the Indie city.com t-h-e-i-n-d-y c-i-t-y dot com raw fusion looking at what's happening they gave old boy shit for it but at some point it's true and i know this is going to be crazy because we have a whole podcast coming out about this type of thing but we have to also ask ourselves how long is this shit going to last superhero movies are great i love i love a lot of them but how many when are we going to get stagnant there you know what I mean? When is that going to stop? You know, we have to start looking forward as well. And the question becomes, how innovative can we get in superhero movies? And if that's the only thing that we have on the screen and there's no cultivation of an audience for anything other than that, where does our industry go once that hits the shitter? Because eventually people will get tired of seeing the same thing. And if you can't if you can't put a different spin and continuously put a different spin on it, then what happens? Yeah. What's fortunate is that since the pandemic is, um, well, people are coming out of it. People just want to get the fuck out of the house, man. Mm -hmm. So I think there's going to be a real surge. It's beginning. Theaters are going to be, a, that, that, that survived, are going to be able to recover. And then maybe some new theaters will open up or whatever. But and at that point, yeah, everything is on the table. But once we get used to going back to the theater again, what are we going to have? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I also think, too, like people do want to get out. But I think there's there's going to be I don't know if the I think the surge will be the same people going to the theater over and over again because they haven't been able to in so long. I'm not so sure. And I think they're going to lose some crowd, too. Like like, man, to be able, the film houses have seen we can do a theatrical release and do some stuff in the theaters, but we could also charge people to watch this stuff at home and more people will watch it than normal because the people that don't want to go to the theaters anymore have just gotten used to a particular type of lifestyle like do i miss the big screen mm, yeah i do do i have a nice projector at my house where the screen is big enough and surround sound and i can watch it in my boxers that's kind of cool too like you know i there there we were having this conversation and 
uh, a couple of my boys was like, man, date night at the crib was doper than, you know, going to the movies and getting popcorn and doing all of that other stuff because I got to control the environment and the atmosphere and, you know, the comfort of it. And we can get, we could really drink, you know what I'm saying? Cause we don't want to be irresponsible and drink and try to drive home, but we could really drink and enjoy. So I, I, I think the theaters are going to make a comeback. Yes. But I think that, that there's a shift, just like we talked about shifting from DVDs, you know, to being able to stream or whatever and not selling DVDs or anymore, anymore or whatever. I think there's there's a, a shift in the, the marketplace as well, where they recognize there's some market share that they could capture for the people that don't necessarily want to go out. I, I think a lot of people were doing it just because it was the thing to do. And if they if they had a choice, we didn't have a choice before. Right. It was it was either, you know, wait for the bootleg man to get it or we got to go to the theater to see it. Now, for live theater, that's that's a whole different ball game. But even live theater started some streaming platforms where these theater houses were doing plays and people could watch the plays from home. So, again, the elasticity, the evolution, the, all of these things, man, it's interesting to watch a marketplace and see how it evolves over time and what the trends become and where people are going to make their money. So I'm I'm here for that. I think that in a way, that's right. It, 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 it's true, but it's not. I think that it, it's going to, it's going to pan out because here's the thing. There's something about going to a theater with people and I don't care how good your system is at home. It's not going to beat IMAX. It's not going to do it. So, and then, you know, is going there with maybe some friends or, or people or strangers is something about that. It's like, yeah, you can watch. And I guess it's a little different, but not much. You know, you can watch every sporting event at home as well, sometimes for free. But people still buy tickets to go there to be there at the at the at the games. And even when they are like you look at the playoffs now and people can watch it at home but when the team is away, they still go to to the stadium and stand outside or, or inside or whatever and watch the play on the jumbotron. Mm-hmm. So there are always gonna be people that wanna be there. Will it shift? Will some people like me probably stay home more and I can watch the movie? Yeah, but there still will be that movie if Hollywood gets their shit together that you wanna go to the theater and experience that because it is an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I I really I'm a filmmaker and it's hard to get me past my senses when it comes to film and the film tricks. But there's a difference when I watch a film at the crib, sound and everything doesn't matter. And when I go to the theater and I'm walking out and I'm replaying it, I literally if it's a really good film, I have to take five minutes before I start up the car because I'm I'm taking in and analyzing everything I saw. There's something special about that. I just had a picture um, of you sitting on the hood of your car with your legs folded in a meditation stance <laughs> while you review the film in your mind and and uh, the wind blows and butterflies fly by you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason why I can't have a serious conversation with this idiot. So we're gonna, um, yeah. Comic Cool comes out <laughs> July 6th, 2021. Check it out wherever you get your podcast. You know what I'm saying? Also, you can go to rawfusion.net and we'll be uh, promoting it on there as well. I'm All still right. laughing. Fuck off. It's time to talk some shit with King B on the King B's Raw Fusion Podcast. Brought to you by TheIndieCity.com Well, there's a lot going on. And the beauty about the world is that we have different opinions. And if we're going to get to a point of understanding, people need to feel like they can say what they need to say. But you must be respectful. I engage in a lot of conversation with a lot of different people and they don't always agree with me. Most of the time they don't until I point out something that they may not have thought of. Sometimes people point out things that I haven't thought of and then I'm grateful for that perspective. But understand that the intelligent people know how to argue without being 
stupid. You don't have to want to fight physically just because people have a difference of opinion of yours. You don't have to try to personally attack people. But then if you attack me, you know what I'm going to do, right? (laughs) So I would caution you. Keep that shit to an intelligent level and we can have a conversation. Don't try to take it anywhere else for your sake. I'm King B and this is Raw Fusion. Raw Fusion.